Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Oh, you're not nifty Delaney today. Don't feel that nifty today. Okay, that's fine. It's perfectly optional. Mm. Uh, Welcome along. It's Friday episode. The weekend is upon us. We've just both been um, fondly commenting on the fact that our children are now going back to school, even though... (sighs) It feels weird because of the whole virus thing. I mean, yeah. my my kids are slightly terrified about it, but I don't think they should be. I've told them if if this no, if I've got the act, same situation. If they act safely and responsibly, they'll be all right. They won't catch it. Well, my son, I I had a feeling this would happen, and I think it has. Is that he went a bit lampardy with the other kids about? social distancing and touching each other and of course I'd warned him that is a red rag to a ball to other eight year old and nine year old boys right if you literally say listen mate if you touch me and give me the virus I could go home Mm. and one of my relatives could end up dying right if that's what you say then yeah. most eight and nine-year-old boys are not going to go, you're right, man, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll keep my distance. They're going to go, touch, 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 touch. And that's what he got yesterday. And he had the right hump about. And I said, listen, mate, you pulled a Lampard. And sometimes that's what Lampards get. What you got to do is not mention it and people won't do it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Could he not have said, if you touch me, I will, I will contract this virus, then go home and possibly pass it on to my father, who's one of the architects of Britain's finest podcast. Mm, don't Do you think, think that, that would have any... I, 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 don't, many I don't think that would have much traction. No, no. With the kids, know. no. I don't think that... I just I think... Um, he's. I've just advised him to, a, to go in today with a different policy. But also, it is a shame that he's that worried because at the end of yeah. the day, you just can't worry. You can't be a dickhead. Go mm. around, I don't know, licking toilets... Hmm. For example, not like the old days. No, no, no right? more of that anymore. Bye bye. Going right up into strangers' faces and breathing, right? But you got to get on. I mean, I don't. Yeah, we got a good email explaining the. I, pro- I probably won't read it because it's a bit boring. But <laughs> recently, we were talking about the search for a a vaccine hmm. uh, slash cure for COVID, and we were quite bleak in our assessment, weren't we? Because we thought, well. It'll take 100 years. Like you were. I'd said I heard okay, this one right. coming yeah. in October. And you were like, yeah. Nah. Well, I know, I know. But I, I said, look, this is a rush job. You don't want to be taking these pills in October. That's too quick. You know, they've only started working. Well, However, a doc got in touch and told us that, don't worry, lads, it's all right. I just think sometimes you've got to have maybe as a George's Marvelous Medicine approach to this sort of thing and just, you know, 
like catching lightning in a bottle. You might just get it right if you just throw some stuff together. Yeah, I know, yeah. Well, funny enough, Len came up with the same idea. He said, why don't they just get things that are cure for each of the symptoms, mix them all up, shake it up, and <laughs> yeah, give them that. Yeah, exactly. So he goes, you know, you've got sore throat, you've got mm-hmm. dry cough, you've got high temperature, Yeah. you know, uh, sometimes you get vomiting too. He goes, just get a medicine for each of those things, mix it up. So that's his idea. But a bloke called Elliot, who's um, who's a, a scientist. Oh right, not our official touch. doctor then, because we've got an official doctor, haven't we? No, it's our official scientist. Although he hasn't right. put himself forward for that, but I'm appointing him it, whether he likes it or not. Right, and I said, listen, if you take these pills before they've gone through proper and lengthy clinical trials, who knows what the side effects could be? Yeah. And I speculated that you might grow tits on your face, for example. That's right. Yeah. Well, Elliot says Sam's instincts right. After nearly 20 years in science, the last thing you want is any part of a rush job. How, but rather than face tits, most drugs end up doing nothing. Trial drugs. This is interesting, right? Right. He goes, well, at least not the thing they intended. He said, most just end up giving everyone the shits and they reposition it as a laxative and move on. That's why really? there's so many laxatives in boots, mate. Oh, so they're just... It's, it's because rejected. most drugs they try, just, just you just shit because your body just rejects it. It's, it's right? just a rejection. And so they go, well, let's not waste all the research and time and money yeah. we put into this. Rebrand it as a laxative. Fucking we want to think strongly about getting into the laxative business, mate, Yeah. on the side. I because there's always room... There's always room on the shelf for a new laxative. Definitely. Can't and if we made it. it sort of cool, like, is there a cool? Look at the market. Where's the gap? Mm. Go to your local boots. Look yeah. at it. They're all quite clinical. They all make you think, mm, laxative, seems dreary, seems dull, seems mm. suburban, right? I'm like, no. What if we made it glamorous, sexy, mm. up to the minute, mm-hmm. edgy, do you know what I mean? There's one person I can think of that we both know who ticks all those boxes. Who? Paul Danan. So, Paul Danan's the face of our new, we could call it something like Laxo Groove, right? Yeah. We could call it Laxo Groove and we yeah. could get Danan to do that. Hello, I'm Paul Danan off of Hollyoaks. If you need to flush out the system, Paul Danan, if you've been of course. struggling, if you've been struggling, Taste to have a t- pa- shit. You know, yeah. Paul's notoriously frank about the, 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 his regular visits to um, to rehab, mm. resetting his demons and flushing out yeah. the toxins and all that sort of thing. It's yeah. ideal for him. Yeah. It's like, I've struggled with mental health issues my whole life. Sometimes, all you really... Therapy, antidepressants, mindfulness. Sometimes all you really need is a good shit. Shit out the madness. <laughs> <laughs> that's our tagline the design sexy yeah like something from like something that Patrick Bateman from American Psycho would have on his executive desk yeah jet black the lettering foil gold fucking hell like JP, John yeah. Blair specials mmm exactly there that's the inspiration <laughs> John Blair specials the sexiest of all the fa- the sexiest and strongest of all the fags remember when I told you about about um, the kid who, when we were at school, had a packet of John Player special. Yeah. Never respect. I've never respected another person more than I did <laughs> that kid Stuart at that moment. Like, fuck me, he was only nine. He's got twenty J- JPS in his pocket. All right. Yeah. Do you want one? No, thank you. I don't <laughs> smoke. Hell. 
I don't, I don't smoke, and if I did, I wouldn't fucking smoke those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It was the best Formula yeah. One car as well. There was a JPS Formula One it was, car, wasn't yeah, there? It was, mm. so, so yeah. It was. So we'll make, we'll make the JPS of laxatives. And according to this scientist, Elliot, quite easy to make. Lacto anyway. groove, <laughs> shit out the madness. There it is. Shit out the madness with... As endorsed by Paul Denan. Right. <laughs> That's that. But... Oh, there's more. Um, but that, 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 to be fair to Elliot, that wasn't the main point of his email. <laughs> Jesus. He said the Oxford thing, <laughs> meaning the research they're doing, the yeah. work they're doing on the, on the vaccine at Oxford, they reckon they can rush for a couple of reasons. First is they used an old container they've used before, so reckon that it's safe. I assume what that means is the actual pill they feed it to you in. They've yeah. already done trials on it so they know that that's not going to cause a problem right second this is quite complicated but i think i almost understand it mm. second is rather than use live or inactivated virus right mm. which of course is how they usually make a medicine they introduce the virus into your body so your body is stimulated into producing antibodies right yeah rather than do that They've just used code for the surface markers of the virus. All right. So it can't actually do anything, but it still sends the message to your body's own immune system. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Not really. I think that's right. Think taking a, He says, think taking a photo of Hannibal Lecter around the new prison rather than wheeling him around in person only for him to escape and eat your face off. It's much safer. So I think what it's saying is it, it's basically an identical photo fit of the virus that they introduced mm. to your body, but it isn't actually the virus. So it can still say to your body, hey, fucking get ready because all this stuff, but get fucking working, get the white yeah. blood cells out because this is about to happen, right? And the but it's coming not in. actually going to give you the virus. I think right. that's what he's saying. Okay. As if you, as if, as to if you would take it, I reckon it's very unlikely they'll give it to under 50s anyway, unless you are diabetic or something. Wow. So, yeah, that makes sense. He says, I'm sure this is too boring to read out, but keep it cunty, lads. Well, it's I personally, I've read this. You, This is not the first time I've read this email out since I received it. I read it out yesterday to my family and my brother-in-law. <laughs> out loud? Did you gather them all together? Yeah. Or was it on a Zoom call? Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Everyone gathering the drawing, Email. Email. Father has received an important piece of correspondence, (laughs) which I want you all to be aware of. Uh, Were you wearing a Victorian greatcoat and you had Mm. your thumbs in the lapels as you spoke? Now, children, (laughs) you shall stand. Your mother and your uncle shall sit. I will wear my top hat and I will affix my whiskers to the side of my head. Father's put on his important top hat. That means this must be serious. He only puts his top hat on when there is a very important email to read out. We shall sit cross-legged at his feet and pay attention. (laughs) This is like that time that he fell foul of the wrath of the pharmacists. (laughs) He wore his top hat for two weeks. And he wouldn't stop crying. (laughs) God, that was 2020. Jesus. That was yeah. this year. Yeah. Well, my, as, my as, son as, said, as was pointed out on Frankie Boyle last night, the Australian bushfires where millions of animals died. That was 2020's feel-good story. <laughs> <laughs> the um, 
my son said to me last night, have you ever been sacked, Dad? And I said, I said, there was, I think it came up on the show and I said, there's one time I think, you know, sometimes it's vague as to whether you've actually been sacked or not. But I think the one clear cut time where, you know, sometimes you leave and it's kind of mutual consent, like put it this way, you quit, but they're not in much of a hurry to fucking convince you out of it. Right. (laughs) But so that can happen. And you're like, "Mm, did I get sacked? Nah. But the time that I think I definitely, the only time I can say that was a sacking mm. was a story I told before, so I'm boy again, is when I got sacked halfway through making Crime Invasion UK for Virgin TV. Um, and it was for various reasons, not least the fact that I wasn't giving it my best shot in terms of I was being too sympathetic with the criminals, which yeah. was fundamentally not the point of the programme. You almost went so, over to the criminal world and became I did, a criminal. yeah. yeah. I took the wrong... I was almost like... I saw it as a celebration of foreign criminality in the UK. <laughs> a glorious celebration of it. And they're like, no, you've missed the point, you daft bastard. So that that um, was probably the principal reason. And even then, no one said you're fired. Yeah. Most people don't have the balls. Like, not like in America. They love mm. it there, don't they? You're fired, you motherfucker. Mm. Clear your Get desk. Out. Yeah. <laughs> You got five minutes to clear your goddamn desk. <laughs> they love it, but here there's all sorts of rules against it. Plus, British people are so reserved they could never, ever, ever bring themselves yeah. to say, "Do you know what? We've actually made a decision to fire you because we don't think you're good enough at your we'll job." Just say anything else so, to get around it. There's a million and one things people can say, but in that case, they didn't say it. But they certainly, you know, I, they told me you don't need to turn up tomorrow. Uh, there's mm. been a change in schedule, and I was like, "Weird. All right, next mm. day." Where are we meeting? Nah, we don't need you tomorrow either. Mm-hmm. Next day, I called my agent and said, listen, what the fuck's going on here, right? Um, they're literally not, you know, and she said, I'll look into it. She went, yeah, they don't want you back. And it, the reason it counted as a sacking was there was no kind of, yeah, we might go in a different direction with the show. They literally got Raggy Omar to take my place, right? Oh, I thought it was Dill Winton. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway I said that's the main time I got sacked and he went hang about no I I said what I said was I didn't tell him that full story I said I was once sacked yeah I was sacked off a TV show I was making that's still a cool story though isn't it and he said why and I said well I wasn't really doing the job the way they wanted me to do it to be honest and um, he said oh yeah I remember that and I was saying I was thinking no he fucking doesn't he wasn't born (laughs) And he went, it was, he goes, it was the issue with the pharmacists, wasn't it? And I went, no, that's not. And he went, well, you were sacked from that show. I went, well, hang on a minute. Right? I wasn't sacked. Right? I was sacked from anything about the pharmacists. I was, I was invited onto a show. <laughs> I said a thing about pharmacists. The pharmacists launched a campaign and I was not invited back onto that show ever again. And he went, yeah, you were sacked from it. I said, no, you can't, I can't no, be sacked. It wasn't a job. No, you haven't been. Also, you might get invited back at some time in the future. You know, yeah, they haven't said you're never invited back again. But no, again, no one's ever fessed up and said you're not fucking coming yeah, back. There you go, exactly. Yeah, so basically, Len's wrong. I was not sacked Len from is this wrong. morning. I just haven't been booked for a long time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but amazing to think those things were this year. Anyway, thanks for your email, Elliot. 
mm. um, for clearing up that scientific thing. I I was I've been genuinely interested in what you wrote, so thanks. I, I like it when people, but it's very rare we learn anything from anyone. But yeah, we've learned something there. Well, it depends whether it sticks or not. Will we remember it and learn from it? I guess not. The only nah, thing that comes well, out of it for me, if the drugs come out next October yeah. and someone offers you one. Yeah, do you want one of these? They're COVID drugs. Mm. You're more likely to remember it and go, yeah, I'll give it a go, mate. The only thing that comes out of it for me is this question I'm going to ask you now. Would you take a vaccine for COVID, which guaranteed you wouldn't get the, the virus, but it meant that you would have a shit six times every day? Um, To be honest, it's not that... I. I, it wouldn't be that much of an increase of the shits I currently do. <laughs> it? So, uh, no, don't change it. You've put oh. six on the table. Okay. I'll, six I'll shits take are that. on the table. Yeah, I will right. take. I, I would take that because yeah, it's not I that. I, I mean, I'd have to. I'd have to change my approach to shitting. You probably because need... I take too long as it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And if I'm doing it six times a day it would really interfere with the other admin I need to get done. You got to start doing some of the admin on the bog, I think. Not if a bad idea actually. I'd be, or, I'd or be a much more productive person if I was if I took my laptop into the bog with me. You probably need some kind of um anal balm, I think, because the increased regular regularity. A lot of, of strain. Shitting. Yeah, a lot of you know, um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but uh, soreness, the, perhaps. The other morning, Nappy rash. I, I had, I actually blocked the toilet with too much toilet roll. Right. <laughs> I don't know if it was my fault. It might have been a combination of me and Links. He often blocks the toilet, but <laughs> I'd gone last. It was an absolute. Well, it was literally a shit show. A shit show. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was disgusting, and it came right up to the top. And Ooh. you're worried it's going to spill over. Nasty. So I've gone. I've gone. No one go in there because I was ashamed. I was mm. ashamed. I, I'll admit what happened. First, what I did was I got the coat hanger. You know, I did the old. Yeah. I unwound a coat hanger and tried mm. to get it in and hook out the U bend. Yeah. No dice. So after trying that for a long time, I had to take off my top, mm-hmm. put on a rubber glove pull it up as high as it could go which was not high enough mm-hmm. and I just had to go fully in and get my hand right you, in the U-bend you, and you've got to it. do it you've got to do it and it'll wash off you know what I mean it feels That's what like you, you said and shameful but it'll wash off it, 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 listen I was ashamed of what I had created mm-hmm. but I was not ashamed in the least of how I went about unblocking it and the reason I'm telling the story is is I felt brilliant afterwards it wasn't a pleasant experience but it's one of those things that reminds you I'm a grown up, I'm capable, I can face whatever life throws at me. I have fixed that shitty toilet so yeah. my family can now use it in peace. It's a mini and bit of life fun- logistics, isn't it? Funnily it's- enough, same day, you know, I've got that amazing Henry Hoover attachment that I've been yeah. banging on about. Yeah. Well, I've been brag- bragging about it a lot mm. to my wife because I knew she was sceptical when I purchased it. She thought, here's another fucking stupid mm. sound purchase. And was it well, ten, and 10 quid, something like that? It was, yeah, it was so cheap. Pay for itself, and wasn't it? And it, it was a cunt who recommended it, and a few other cunters have since bought it. I mean, if only we had commission, because a few people have gone and bought it on, on my recommendation. <laughs> anyway, I've been bragging about it a lot, and the same morning, this is just before I blocked the toilet, I was like, 
do you know what? I'm going to treat myself to a little Hoover wrap because since I got it, mm. I've been really increasing my Hoover because it's just fucking brilliant. I mean, you take a huge, it's like a hobby more than a chore, yeah, right? Yeah. So I thought, yeah, I've got a spare 20 minutes. I'm going to have a right good Hoover wrap. Well, it wasn't working at all. <gasps> and I said, oh, fuck it. And so obviously what I, I do, that dad thing of sort of swearing to myself a lot. Mm. Fucking, fucking, fucking shit bollocks. And there uh, they go. In fact, I've started using the Martin Goodman. Shit on it. Yeah. Right. And uh, my wife said, oh, what's the matter? I couldn't help but hear you swearing profusely to yourself in the on the stairs. <laughs> what seems to be the problem? And I went, ah, oh, she's fucking home. She went, oh, is the attachment not working? <laughs> I was like, ah. She's fucking delighted, but she denied yeah. it. Well, instead of just going mad, smashing out, or going online and buying a shark, which would be my usual response to a minor yeah. problem, I had a right good look at it, and it turns out there's a little um, door on the attachment, just a small little door on the underside oh, that you can nice. clip open, <laughs> and all the like hair and gunk that's that's like basically gathered in there. Right. You put your fingers in, you pull it out. Pull it out the door. And it just fucking starts working again wow. like a dream. So I already felt, right, oh, God, I feel like such a great man today because mm-hmm. I fixed that fucking hoover. Yeah. And then I did a hoover up. I've, I've got and a small victory the, and one over the wife. Then the, Yeah. So I was like, don't worry about that. Fixed it. Right. Good as new, love. Yeah. Good as new, love. Yeah. Saved you a little, saved you a trip to Argos there, and I, sweetheart? Right. <laughs> And uh, Anna, Anna took to the dump while you're at what, it to drop the twenty jumper. quid for what we've saved. Go get yourself Sammy Pretty. Go buy yourself a dress at the market. <laughs> right. That reminds me of Kevin Keegan. If I give Jean, <laughs> if I say to Jean, here's 60 quid, go and buy yourself some nice dresses at the market, she'll come back and she'll have spent none of it. <laughs> she can have it. I've given her the money, but she, that's what she's like. Uh, she'll come back with an attachment for the Hoover and a tea cosy. What is she like? <laughs> She's up a fucking nut. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. So I'd fixed the hoover, done a hoover, then blocked up the toilet and put my arm into a shitty toilet bowl and mm. fixed that. I felt like a million dollars, mate. I bet you did. I bet you did. A day like that can really make you feel good about yourself again. I mean, like you said, you were ashamed of the problem you caused, but you were proud of the solution. So, you yeah. know, that balances out and then... Oh, it definitely balanced out, bit, yeah. A little bit in the, in the pro column, I think. Because you've sorted it. I think I was up on the deal. To the extent that I'm not, you know, I'm half hoping I might block the toilet again sometime soon, just so I can fix it. Curious, though, you said you you untangled a a coat hanger. You you don't have one that's already uh, untangled? No, but I do, but I chuck them away once once I've used it. I keep keep one. 
disposable. I keep one. Obviously, it's in a safe place because it's you know you can have someone's eye out with one of them. And also, well, it's got shit particles on it. Oh yeah, That's there's the that problem. as well. I guess yeah. I forgot <laughs> yeah. about that. You got shit particles. Next thing you yeah. know, the dog's running around with it in its mouth, thinking it's a toy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And there's I've got shit particles for, for all the, over the house for the attic hatch. For pulling the little thing down on the attic hatch, oh, yeah. and also for getting stuff down, going down the back of the radiators. But yeah. there's no shit in either of those scenarios. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's, that's all right. Good. That's good. You're not so. Yeah, I'm saying specifically the shitty stick. Throw it away. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I felt really good about that. But going back to your proposition, mm. six shits a day. Six shits. Yeah, I'd take it, especially, and I'd go into that situation feeling more confident because whilst yes. You know, there'd be a high chance of me blocking the toilet. Statistically, yeah. that that could happen more often. I now feel ready to deal with that as and when I it arises, it. and and I won't get COVID. So, and you'd hope as well that some kind of more um, suitable vaccine will come along that didn't include the six shits. Do you know what I mean? You'd be exactly. regarding it as a short term solution. Maybe they could. Would they brand this COVID medicine six shits? <laughs> <laughs> it could sit. Near, what's our one called again? Laxo Groove. Laxo Groove. It's going to knock that out of the market, though, isn't it? Because who's going to buy Laxo Groove? You don't nice need box it. it. Yeah, I'm going to Boots to get some Laxo Groove. Does anyone need anything? Yeah, will you get us a, a tube of Aquafresh and some six shits? Because we're running low on six shits. <laughs> and you have to take one once. Everyone in the family needs to take once a day. Is that what you've got? Oh, I was hoping it would be an injection that would just be one off, and then you just you just shitting constantly after that. Mm. I don't know, but this is the world we're in now. We literally have got no fucking idea what's coming next. I'll ask Danan so, as well if you yeah, can get so involved in marketing six shits, our new COVID cure, as well as Laxo <laughs> Groove. <laughs> and I'll speak to the Latvians. I don't know if the Latvians do drugs or pharmaceuticals. I'm sure they do. I think they probably do. I think you just yeah. go on, I'll go on their website and I'll just order them to mix something up and then brand it with TFTM logos. They've probably got a section on the dark web that's not on yeah. the, uh, the conventional site. Yes, yes, Mr. Sam. We make very good medicine for you. We already, we, we make COVID. It's no problem in Latvia. We, we have lots of cure. You want, how, what do you want? You want the type that make you shit six times? It's no problem, Mr. Sam. We take cures for all other diseases and we mix them together in a bowl and then we make them yeah. into one super drug. We, we have uh, the cure for the AIDS. We have the cure for all the cancers. We, uh, it's no problem. We have it for the, for the uh, washerwoman's elbow, the syphilis, <laughs> or septicemia, all of the big things, Ebola, bird flu. <laughs> we, we make for you. It's no problem. But, you know, in Britain you have very silly laws, very strict rules about what the chemists can sell to the peoples. In Latvia we not have that. Mm. Man want to make medicine? It's person's choice whether he takes it or not. The government <laughs> keep their nose out. Exactly how it yeah, should you, be. You have to, they're very silly, the government. They've, in, in Britain they think they're like nanny. You and you are little this, children, you, you do don't know what you can take. We write on box, take this medicine, you may do six shits or die. Are, but it's your choice. We, we are free men of the land. We are free men of the land. It is not for our president to tell us what we can take <laughs> and what we cannot take. Ah, good. I was uh, watching. Um, I was watching uh, BBC Breakfast this morning before mm. we did this, and uh, travel expert Simon Calder was on again. Not ah, tra- not travelling anywhere, obviously. 
Oh, good. Oh, he's good to see him in action. What's he, was, he got to say? He was at Heathrow, but he wasn't actually in the airport. He was he just was. on a patch of land on the other side of the runway. He wasn't the end. They even got in. I'm in Heathrow. No, you're fucking I'm not. There I am, there's a plane behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not going anywhere. Uh, obviously dispensing lots of travel advice from yeah. a man who never goes anywhere. I've only ever seen him go one place on the telly, and that was a day trip to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking went there and came back. He might have just gone on the uh, on the train on the Eurostar. Thing is, I I do think there's a big gap in the market because Calder seems to be the only travel expert that anyone ever calls mm. upon, right? Yeah, Whereas definitely. you know, having worked on a daily oh, yeah, news he's always show, fucking available, in the past, isn't he? I know, but. If you work on a daily news show and you're always booking guests, right, throw any other subject at us, right, and we'd have six names off the top of our head. I mean, on quite obscure things as well. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You go, right, there's a there's a story today about this new laxative that's on the market. <laughs> Who can we get? And you go, well, go for him. If he's not available, try her. If, mm. she's, if she can't do it, then you might have a go at with travel, it's just like, well, it's Simon Calder Simon or Calder bust. or nothing else, yeah. Exactly. And, and what I think is, is that um, there is a gap and it's appealing to me and you because we'd like to have free travel. And Simon Calder, he sells himself off the back of, he doesn't get, he pays for all his own trips, which he thinks makes mm-hmm. him more credible because it is true that in all types of journalism, but travel in particular, you know, so many of these journalists are effectively and directly on the payroll of the yeah. travel companies because they go, look, we'll set you up at a fucking hotel in Barbados and then you give it a review, but make sure it's a fucking five-star review or you're not getting invited back, right? <laughs> and it's just, just dodgy and corrupt, really. Yeah, that, but, that's our journalistic integrity just blown out of the water there, isn't it? Yeah. The beautiful sky-blue water. <laughs> I've done it loads of times, <laughs> right? Or when I was younger, I did it. I got all sorts of tricks. Me and the, me and oh, I knew I was leaving a magazine that I was working for because I'd already agreed a deal with another mag. Yeah, but I hadn't sucked yet. Up. I hadn't yet quit. Right, I hadn't yet quit. Mm. And this is years ago on that men's magazine. Later, I worked for, and I was planning to quit in two weeks for whatever reason, which was when the next job was. They wanted me to start the next job, and. I was thinking, shall I tell my boss today that I'm leaving or shall I leave it a bit? And then I got an email and it was from a PR and it said we are promoting a new hotel in Nassau in the Bahamas. Yeah. Would you like to come and review it? Fucking we yeah. will fly you plus one out there. I was twenty I was about twenty four, right? And it's I no thought brainer. Fucking hell, I'm not quitting today. <laughs> Right, am I so a I fucking f- living dreamer or what? I fucking took it. <laughs> I went with my missus, and I fucking knew that I would be quitting the job as soon as I got back, which <laughs> stitched the travel company who'd flown me over there. Because obviously, I still offered to write the review for the existing mag, but they mm. were like, "Nah, you just got to go now. Fuck off to the other mag, mate." Mm. And um, so they were they were pretty fucked off. But I can say now, years later, if you want to go to Breeze's Bahama in Nassau, mm-hmm. um, in the Bahamas, if it's still there, yeah, I went in 1999 and it was a cracking resort. So okay. give it a go. Now I yeah. feel like I've I've done what's fair. You can say, say the right thing. I mean, something similar happened to me. I, I resigned from Lloyd's TSB call centre after mm. I'd had my two weeks paternity leave in early 2004. 
Right. They, were, they were fucked off about that, but what can they do? You know what I mean? So you'd got your paid paternity I'd leave. Got my paid paternity and then leave. And then Classic. Like, worked work me notice, and I went and, went and worked the library instead. Not the same as your Brilliant. story, but you know, it's a bit more. You know, the principle still a, the principle <laughs> still applies. More, it's a bit more every man, shall we say? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, but I mean, you know, I, I think my stories are relatable in in yeah, their own yeah, way. You just apply the apply the. Uh, the principles, the principles to, yeah. to anything, yeah. What I'm saying is, ultimately, is that Simon Cowder has cornered the fucking market, yeah. right? And that me and you, we could sell ourselves on, he says, I'm the journalist who pays for my own holidays. We could say, we're the journalists, be sure mm. to put journalists in inverted commas, mm. right, who do not pay for our holidays. And mm. that's our USP. We yeah. go, we are guarantee is that anything we review... We have been given for free yeah. by a travel company, and as such, our opinions will be tainted. Uh, yes, yeah. so just bear that in mind. At least we're being honest then, because yeah. a lot of people don't admit it. You know, yeah. uh, we go, look, we'll be honest. We have been, we did get this for free, um, <laughs> but genuinely, we did really enjoy ourselves too. <laughs> it was fantastic, enhanced mainly because of the fact that it was free. Shall we say? Yeah. Well, listen, one thing that we, you, you might not remember this, Andy, but when we were, was it this year that, it was this year, I think, we were in Edinburgh. We were flying to, oh, Ed- yeah. we, were, we, we were flying back from Edinburgh. Can't believe that was this year as well. And we were flying back from doing a live show in Edinburgh. Oh, we, and we, no, saw, we flew back from Glasgow. I think you'd better flown back from Edinburgh by yourself. Oh, yeah, that's Dad right. I drove home did, from Edinburgh and I was in front of the telly by half it having a Chinese we, takeaway. We saw somewhere, we saw together a small propeller plane we that did. was going off yes. to a tiny Scottish island. Yeah. And I said, we've got to fucking get out to a tiny remote Scottish island on a plane just like yeah. that and do a podcast from there. Yeah. Just, I don't know, hanging about on a remote island mm. in Scotland. That appeals to me a great deal. Yeah. So we should try and, you know, do a deal with Travel Scotland. Well, and you go, know, once everything's a bit more sane, we could probably do that. I mean, we were going to do podcasts where we sat in our cars and just looked at people, and then lockdown happened and no one well, We were going to go anywhere. up the Asda. You were going to go to Asda Sunderland, and I was going to go to Asda in Roehampton, and we were just going to compare notes. I don't know whether Asda would pay us to do that. I would like to think they would. Yeah, I'm not sure. Have you got anything before, else you want to mention before we before Well, we wrap yeah, this before one up? we go, what I want to mention, and I'll probably talk about this at, at length even more in future episodes, but I have been watching Tottenham Hotspur All or Nothing on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. It is fucking brilliant. Is it? Right? Obviously, I speak as a man who doesn't like Tottenham, right? <laughs> but it doesn't matter because I started watching it. I watched the city one when that came out and I, it was pretty good because the access is amazing. All, all that having cameras in the changing room at half time, seeing team yeah. talks, it's, it's in the access is incredible. Right. And that's the same with this one. And so you're thinking I'm going to like it at the same level. I did the last one. Mm. Let's say seven or eight out of 10 and you're watching it. And the first 10 minutes are going, yeah, this is Tom Hardy's doing the voiceover and he's going, this is top. No, no, they've struggled, but now they're on the verge of something. They've got this great manager, Pochettino. Everyone loves him. And you're like, yeah, it's pretty good. And you're seeing inside the changing room and Deli Alley and Harry Kane. It's all. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, which Amazon wouldn't have expected. No one knew was going to happen when they signed deal. Mm. Pochettino gets sacked. Enter stage left. Jose Mourinho, <laughs> the fucking most compelling 
character in any television show ever, <laughs> right? It's literally a case of, oi, oi, dickheads! Is it? Oi, oi, dickheads! This show just got a lot better, didn't oh. it? Because <laughs> fucking Josie Boy is here, right? <laughs> fucking amazing. I've always had a soft spot for Jose Mourinho because I've always thought the bloke's taking the piss, yeah. right? He's a wind-up merchant. Yeah. He's obviously smart and he's funny and he's a fucking wind-up merchant. He does it after... The world of football is extremely pompous, as we mm. talked about before. A lot of the journalists and your Frank Lampard-type managers are all about why it's very important to show respect and there's a certain code of conduct that you're supposed to observe. And Jose Mourinho, I tell you what, I always liked him, but one of the big breakthrough moments where I thought, yeah, this lad's a good fella, was when he gouged that Barcelona coach's <laughs> eye with his thumb. <laughs> yeah. Because I thought, look, he just doesn't give a fuck, yeah. right? He's he's almost the anti-Lampard, right? Yeah. In fact, there's a bit in this show where they're, they're about to play Chelsea and they watch Sky Sports News non-stop. Everyone is watching Sky Sports News non-stop, right? And, he's, and they're watching it together as the squad in the canteen. And Lampard comes on and he's just being Lampard to you. Obviously, I have a huge amount of respect for Jose, but I'll be doing everything to get the three points this weekend, right? <laughs> and Ericsson looks at him and then turns to Jose and goes, good guy? And Jose goes, Frank? And he goes, yeah, he goes, as a professional, the best I've ever worked with. And then he just doesn't say anything. <laughs> and I think, and I think, there it is. Yeah. That fucking speaks volumes, right? There it is. Jose Mourinho, there is the best scene, one of the best, most comedic scenes I've ever seen in a television show, right? Where he's just arrived, it's his first day, he's sat in his office, and there's little bits that I love because he gets to the office and it's only just been cleaned out of Pochettino stuff and he turns up with his little crate and he's got all his trinkets in there, like yeah. his notepad, his pen, a <laughs> couple of pictures, things like that, right? And he lays it all out on the desk and it's all quiet because the, there's no cameramen in, because apparently what they do is they rig the whole fucking place up with remote cameras. Right. Right, which is why the you see the Mourinho and the players talk so honestly. Because they the cameras are there, Because yeah. they forget yeah. the cameras are there. So he's there and he's putting all his stuff out and he's got a huge TV on the wall that's playing Sky Sports News on a loop. Mm. But he's trying to concentrate on some notes on his desk and in the background all you can hear is people going, well, Mourinho, I don't know. If I was a Spurs fan, I'd be disappointed to see a man like that at my club and blah, 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 and is he a busted flush? And then, and, then, and you can see Mourinho and he's sort of trying to ignore it, but he won't switch the telly off. So he's just making his notes, making his notes. He's forgotten the cameras are there. And as they say more and more critical things, you see him just once in a while twitch. His face twitches, he looks up at the screen and then tries to ignore it, look again. And then it, you can see him getting more and more tense. And then all of a sudden you hear some bloke saying, mark my words, Mourinho as a top flight manager is finished. And he suddenly just jumps up, walks over to the TV and goes, fuck off. And switches <laughs> it up and storms out of the room. I laughed so much. I had to rewind it and watch it again twice, right? It is a brilliant show. It is deep diveable. Uh-huh. Anyone, whether you, you know, whether you're a Tottenham fan, Arsenal fan, West Ham fan, whoever you are, this show is fucking amazing. Watch it. Fantastic. My son watched the first three because he was gonna. We we're gonna watch mm. them together. And I said, "Yeah, we'll watch them later on." And then he just fucking watched them without us while I was outside I did that in the to hammock. Len. Me, me, and Len. It's like the same thing. We were gonna watch it together. Yeah. We watched five minutes together. Then Len went to bed, and then he said, "We'll finish watching it tomorrow." But yeah. I was so hooked. Whatever, man. I watched all three. <laughs> And he came and caught me. Then he went, have you been watching that show about me? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, How did you know? I'm sorry. 
<laughs> but it, it is addictive. Once you start watching it, you can't stop. There's only three episodes out at the moment. I think they're releasing there's, another three soon. Yeah, well, we were looking at this. There's three more coming on Monday. Monday yeah. the 7th, and then there's three more the week after, I think, so there's nine altogether. I booked it out on Monday in my diary. Yeah. Dad will be watching Amazon all day. I'll I'll catch up with it, then I'll catch up with it before, and then we'll we'll mini-dive yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. In future it's episodes. worth a mini-dive on Monday. <clears throat> That's on Amazon. Amazon Prime, isn't it? Amazon Prime, yeah. Okay, good stuff. Um, that's about it, I think. Uh, there's some international football on over the weekend that no one gives a fuck about. And Sunderland have got a hull in the Carabao Cup, which I'll be watching on the internet. So there we are. Mm. That's sport England are playing someone. Fuck knows England who. England versus someone. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> so keep tune into that. <laughs> so thanks for listening to our football podcast. We'll be back on Monday. <laughs> oh, if you're uh, IFS uh, Platinum, we'll be back on Sunday with another Top Flight Tune Machine, part Whoa. two of the Christmas chart, 1994. If you're not subscribed already, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Go and do it, mate. Even if you just do an entry-level subscription, which is only the cheapest well, don't do that, because you don't get as much of the stuff. Go for the, no, go for get, the Platinum. The you get everything. It's like it's like a pound 20 a week. Think of also, what, you spe- what, what you spunk a pound 20 a week on other stuff. It's not as good as yeah, listening to us. I mean, it's it's better than Amazon Ludicrous. Prime and Netflix put together. You get an episode every single day. Also, sign up to our newsletter on the website, which is loads of fun. And also, check out the merch like We've got new face masks and top dollar T-shirts, which were designed by Tom Bradshaw, yeah. our old mate, who's designed a bunch of stuff for us, and they are cracking. Yeah, there you go. This time next year, Rodney, we'll be millionaires. <laughs> TDF and dickheads. All the best. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.